I'm Renee Evans, co-senior leader of Bethel Austin. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our weekly sermons so that you don't miss what is happening here at Bethel Austin. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. And most of all, we pray that you would have an encounter with the living God today. Oh my goodness, God is so good. And I love that we get to be the hands and the feet of Jesus and take the gospel to our city and beyond. And so this is Heart for the House Month. How many of you were here last weekend where we kicked off the campaign where I was able to interview Joaquin and Renee? A few of you, yeah. That was fun, right? We got to hear from our leaders and really hear about expanding the kingdom here in Austin and beyond. And that's really what Heart for the House is all about. We're gonna be taking up an offering in a few weeks and it's gonna be a powerful time of just worship and making declarations and really our all in. And today is a very practical message about your part that you get to play. And I'm so excited and super passionate about serving Jesus. And so this is all about the heart of serving. Yay! <laughs> That's right, it's a good thing. And so I wanna start with a little poem. It's about four people, and maybe you know these folks, okay? So here it is. It's a little story about four people named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done, and everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did. Somebody got upset because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. It ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have done. Wow, right? Yeah. You know, there are over 120 people serving in this house every single weekend. 120 people. <laughs> that is a lot of folks. That is a lot of people that it takes <laughs> to literally serve this house. We have a Saturday night service. We have a Sunday morning service. And I'm gonna be talking about all of the ways that we get to partner with Jesus and be his hands and feet and serve not only in this house, but in our community, just as you were hearing about our outreach team and we're gonna highlight several other ministries. But you know, Renee said one thing last weekend and she said it often and I love it. And she literally says that the local church is not built on the gifts and the talents of a few, but on the sacrifices of many. And it's true, it takes all of us every single one of us, and we are all so uniquely made. We're all so different. We have different gifts. We have different strengths, talents, and they are all needed in the body of Christ. And in fact, we're lacking things here. We need you to step up and to step in, and that's the invitation that we have today. I wanna start with reading Matthew 20, 28. So we've got it here on the slide. It says, just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Do you know this is in every gospel? It's in Matthew chapter 20. 
It's in Mark chapter 10. It's actually in Luke as well, chapter 20. And then in the book of John, the first uh, 17 chapters of the chapter 13, it goes into the story of the Last Supper and literally Jesus washing the disciples' feet. He came to serve, guys. We are followers of Christ. He is our example. That is what we're to be doing, to be serving. And I wanna just highlight a couple of things about what Jesus said. You know, he said many beautiful things in the word, but that piece of serving, that's his heart, that's his nature. And I was really just thinking about the society that we live in. (laughs) Very different than a selfless serving others culture. In fact, we live in a society that's very self-gratifying, selfish, self-promoting. Would you agree? Yeah. And I think social media has just amped that up to a level that is just incredible. I did a little Googling, you know, as I was preparing for this message, and I just looked at self-promotion. There is a Harvard Business Review study out that just came out recently called Savvy Self-Promotion. How to do it in all the ways. (laughs) Forbes actually has a study called Struggling with Self-Promotion. Let me give you 14 things not to do so that you can promote yourself. There was another one that was 49 ways to self-promote without being a jerk. (laughs) Some of you might wanna read that. No, I'm just teasing. Just kidding. Wow. It was a joke. It was a joke, Jim. (laughs) But lest you think that self-promotion is all for extroverts, I did find a book that said, Self-Promotion for Introverts, The Quiet Guide to Getting Ahead. You know, in 2019, there was a study done of young Americans And it was asking them what they wanted to do. Like what was their ambition in life? 86% want to be social media influencers. 86%. So again, I had to go down that little rabbit hole for a little bit. There is a YouTuber that has 111 million subscribers. He plays video games all day long and people watch him. I know our youth knew who PewDiePie was. I got some, last night I watched one and I was like, really? Okay, apparently he doesn't die. Like he has this record of all the games, like no one can take him down. We need to be using that platform for the kingdom, right? Come on, and I love that we do have people in our house that are using social media to bring glory to God. And I love that aspect. And I think, yes, we can do it without (laughs) self-promoting. It is possible. The problem with self-promotion and with the society that we're living in is that it's literally the diametrically opposed opposite of the kingdom of what Jesus teaches us. Listen, the word of God tells us that 
that self-centered, self-promoting, selfish culture is against what God is, against, is for. Listen, he says in Matthew chapter 16, he said, if you wanna follow me, don't promote yourself. In fact, he says that first you have to deny yourself. Denying yourself is literally laying down your selfish ambition. Take up the cross, follow me. That's what Jesus says. He also says in Matthew 23, but the greatest among you will be your servant. Our culture has a term, goat. (laughs) Anybody know what that means? Yes, the greatest of all time. We know who the goat is, right? The true greatest of all time is Jesus. And what did he say? He said, I came to serve. It looks so different than what culture says. It says, you gotta put yourself out there. You gotta be the one telling people how great you are. You want that promotion, go for it. Now there are aspects that we need to be putting our best foot forward and walking in excellence, but we can do it from a heart posture that is serving the King. And that's really what I wanna talk about a little bit more in detail is that Jesus says, if you wanna be great, you don't self-promote, you serve, you serve. So as believers, serving is not just something we do. It's literally an action that reflects who we are. We are sons and daughters of the most high God. You agree with that statement? Yes, we are. And in that place of being a son and a daughter, we serve from that place. And as a daughter, I have so much hope that I know Austin needs. My neighbors need. There is a hope in Jesus that we get to serve others. It's a beautiful place. And so when we do have that assurance and know that we are building something, we are literally crying out for heaven to touch earth and we get to be a part of that. And that's the invitation to know Jesus in his serving. That scripture in John, when he literally is taking the elements and he knows what's about to happen. He knows that he's going to the cross. He has full access to everything in heaven. He is fully God in body and he's about to lay his life down. And he takes off his outer robe and he picks up a towel. He ties it around himself. He pours water into a basin and he gets low. And he begins to wash the feet of his disciples. They're like, no, 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 no. He's like, you don't know what's about to happen. It was a beautiful picture and an example for us as believers to emulate Jesus as he served. Such a powerful story. I encourage you to go read it, John 13. Self-promotion is actually an orphan's heart. Think about that. You're fighting for recognition. Somebody see me. 
where a son and a daughter knows our place. We know who our father is and we serve from that position. So I wanna encourage you, if you feel that pull, get on your face, cry out to your heavenly father to connect with him. It's a deep place of connection and knowing the character and the nature of God. It's a beautiful place. I want us to say something together. So just repeat after me, say, I am a servant of the most high God. When I serve others, I am serving Christ. That is truth. That is truth. Serving isn't just what we do. It's who we are. Let's say that. Serving isn't what we do. It's who we are. We need a revelation of that. A heart posture of serving Jesus, of literally being his hands and feet. You know, I grew up in a home with a father who, it was just, no, I mean, it was just like part of our family DNA. If you see something that needs to be done, you do it. I don't know if anyone else. In fact, Shane's grandfather used to pay his 15 grandkids silver dollars if they would quote scripture and different um, you know, sayings. And that was one of your sayings. If I see something that needs to be done, I do it. And he would give them a silver dollar. You still have some of those or you did at one time. I think it's a beautiful example of literally pouring in, right? But my dad is such a servant and my parents are beautiful believers. They go to the Methodist church. I was raised Methodist. And in Florida, they were a part of a church that was on a chain of lakes. I don't know if you, any of you know of Winter Haven, Florida, but there are over a hundred lakes within the city limits and 17 of them are connected by canals. And my parents lived on the chain and they had a boat and their church was on the chain. There are restaurants, you can go eat. And he thought, you know what? We are one of the only churches that have waterfront property. We need a boat dock. So my dad went before the elders of the church and he created a fundraising campaign. That man built a dock for that church. And he was like, the youth group, they could use this dock. It would be amazing. And then they started a dock service. Shane and I went to it years ago. Every summer, they would actually have a service out on the boat dock. People would pull up in their boats. People would bring their lawn chairs. They would sit out on the grass. One guy would fly in on his seaplane. Yeah, the pontoon. Come to church. Isn't that awesome? So creative. He saw a need and he did it. He f helped finance it. He contracted it out, built it. And then he was like, now let's do something with it. And it's a beautiful example of seeing something. I think there are many dreams in this house that we haven't even tapped into that God wants to release through this house to bless our city, our state and beyond. It takes all of us, all of us. So I had the beautiful privilege of being raised by a natural father and a heavenly father. 
that have a heart for serving. And I love to serve. I love to greet you out in the lobby. I love to hear your stories. It's just how I'm wired. I am acutely aware though that every single one of us have different strengths. We're all different. Not everyone is an extrovert. I'm married to one. I love him. We're a beautiful team together. But there are places where you can serve that don't require you to be extroverted. In fact, we've got a team that is running the slides for me right now. Marcy Morgan is in the room and she is so kind and so sweet and serves this house in such a powerful way. Yet no one sees her back there right now. (laughs) We've got people in Impact Kids. I think there's about 25 people back there serving right now. Our children, it's powerful. Do you know we have worship in kids' church? every week, live worship. There's a team that is back there leading our kids in worship. That's powerful. That is so powerful. Yes, I agree. So I wanna look at just some different ways we can serve, but have any of you heard of the 80-20 rule, the Pareto Principle? Yeah, okay, it's pretty normal that 80% of the resources come from like 20% of the people. That's financial usually, that's also manpower. It's in business, it's a mathematical equation and it plays out in a lot of areas of life. And I was just looking online for churches and you know, I found that most churches actually don't have that 80-20 ratio. It's more like 90-10, meaning 10% of the people are supplying 90% of the volunteer hours that happen in church. That is not okay. (laughs) I'm thankful that this house doesn't quite you know, we're, we're better than that, but there are so many more opportunities where we can step in and do this together because many hands make light work. And when we all do our part, we can come alongside our brothers and sisters and make sure they don't burn out because we don't want that. We want healthy believers that are partnering together to advance the kingdom here in Austin and beyond. And so I wanna look at some of the ways people are serving in our house. We've got practical ways for you to serve. I mentioned over 120 people serve on a weekend. These are our weekend serving opportunities. If you are a leader of one of these teams and you are in the room, I know many of them were here last night, but I would love for you to stand up. I know we've got Dana Slager who leads our bookstore. Come on, let's stand up. Jody Ingram, uh, Jody back there. Delgado, who's our usher team. We've got safety represented, slides, our prophetic art team. We've got a, yes, come on folks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We've got sound back there in the back. We've got Matt Gilbert. We have got some amazing people that lead these teams. If you are thinking, hmm, I wonder what that is all about. I wonder what it entails to help run our coffee shop. How many of you love Roadrunner Coffee? Yes, yes. 
We've got a great coffee shop. I mean, photography. We have a team that captures just the amazing experience that are having here in our services and giving people glimpses of what God is doing in our midst. Our production team, safety, sound, testimonies, IT, impact kids, I mean, all of it. Our welcome team, our greeters. These are beautiful places that we would love for every single one of you in the room to serve. This is where we start. This is the starting place. And so I want you to get out your phones right now. (laughs) And we're gonna text a number. Come on, let's do this together. Let's all put in this number, 512-768-2098 and text SERVE. You're gonna get a link that takes you to our website that's gonna show you all of those teams that I just was talking about. There's even a button that says, join a team. There's an application that you fill out. You can decide if you wanna help on Saturday nights or Sundays or if you're available whenever, okay? You have options. And we would love to invite you in to partner with us and to serve. Because remember, when we're all in this together, no one gets burned out. We also have ministry teams in the house. And so I wanna show you some of the teams that are ministering on a weekend basis and weekly basis. We've got our intercessor team. Do you know an intercessor texts me before I share? Any speaker that we have, you get a text from our intercessors team saying, how can we be partnering and praying with you? And they pray for the speakers and the message. They even pray for us the day after because sometimes the enemy wants to come and just knock you off when you declare truth. And they're there standing in the gap praying. We've got our pastoral support team led by Don Delaney. If you're a leader of one of these teams in the room, please stand up. And we've got Don. Who else? Yes, 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 love it. Our, you know, I wanna say these teams require a little different application process. I mean, obviously there's skill. You saw our prophetic art team up here releasing beautiful prophetic art. Last night we had our prophetic dance team on the stage, our worship team. So some of these have auditions. There are applications, some of them need pastoral kind of recommendations. We want you to be in the house, in the culture for a while, understanding the core values. And then these people that are serving here are also serving on those weekly teams. And then you're invited into our ministry team process. And it's a beautiful place again to serve. And then we heard about outreach. If we go to our next slide, you'll see other opportunities. We've got so many ministries and amazing things going on here at Bethel Austin. You heard from our youth leader. He was honoring all of those individuals. And I heard names, I'm like, yeah. And they also lead one of our outreach teams to our homeless ministry on Monday nights. They serve in our worship community. I mean, so many people pouring in so many places. Maybe you're thinking, wow, single moms, I wanna babysit one of those kids. I just wanna help out. I mean, there are ways that maybe we don't even think of that you could actually connect with one of these ministries and just say, I just wanna be a blessing. I just wanna help. How can I help? 
Let me tell you something, that would be such an amazing problem if Stephanie Giddens, our serving coordinator, like for the next month, her whole role was just, how do, how do I connect all these people? Because when we're connected, let me tell you something, there is strength, there's power that's released. Listen, when one can put a thousand to flight, two, 10,000. I'm telling you, this is so powerful. It's not just showing up and changing dirty diapers. There's power in that. That might not be your spiritual gift, okay? That's okay. But let me tell you, when we are serving and when we're doing it together, the enemy takes notice. (laughs) There's power that we pull on from heaven. Okay. When we're serving, I want us to just keep in mind that heart posture. What is your why? Are you passionately pursuing the presence of God in love with Jesus, wanting to know him in every aspect of who he is? His character and his nature is that of a servant. And that is a peace of him that we can fully embrace. And again, when we're all in it together, no one burns out. So I encourage you to step in and step up and serve. Lend your strength, lend your gifts, your talents. We're gonna see amazing things. I want you to open up that booklet that you have in front of you, just to the front page. Tim, turn it around so I can see it. What does it say again? A mat. Yeah, what would it look like if you were all in for Austin? I was sitting there looking at that photo of our capital. Come on. If we were all in, praying together, serving together, seeing heaven touch. Austin, touch every elected official. (laughs) Think about it. I can just see when I was just, you know, praying through that, I was like, man, I want to see on the front page of the Austin Statesman, (laughs) this heading saying, wow, (laughs) God is on the move. Things are shifting in our city because heaven has touched earth, because his body, loving beautifully, arm in arm, serving our city. I encourage you to take that home, read through it, pray through it. Ask God to give you vision of how you can partner with him in serving not only this house, but our city. Okay, I've got a fun little activity as we're wrapping up here and I'm gonna need some help. So we're gonna put a slide up. It's a poem, a little story. It's a little challenging, but I would love a brave soul to volunteer to read this for us. Who would like to read us? Shane's got the mic, come on. I see a hand over here. Awesome, awesome. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come on, let's do this together. You got this. Tell us your name, first of all. Uh, Dakota. Dakota, thank you, Dakota. (laughs) Let's go for it. 
even though my typewriter is an old model, it works quite well, except for one of the keys. I wish many times that it would work, or it would, it worked perfectly. It is true that there are 41 keys that function well enough, but just one key not working makes things difficult. Or, yeah. Makes the difference. It makes the difference. But it also makes things difficult, yes. Sometimes it seems to me that our church is somewhat like this typewriter. Not all the people are working effectively. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You say to yourself, well, I'm only one person. It won't make one... Make or break. Yeah, it won't make or break a team. Um, But it does make a difference because any team to be effective needs the active participation of every member so the next time you think you are only one person and that your efforts are not needed remember my typewriter and the story it tells good job dakota (laughs) way to go that's not easy thank you for being brave and for volunteering (laughs) i love this story it paints a beautiful picture No one uses vintage typewriters any longer. But that one letter, that E, is not working. We felt it, right? It was a little clunky as we were reading through this. That's what happens when you aren't operating in your full capacity, not only individually, but we collectively feel it as well. So this is an invitation, guys, into serving this house. Maybe you've been here for years. Maybe you've just come. Now is the time. Today is the day to say, I'm all in. So I'm gonna put that number up again. If you didn't text this number, I wanna invite you now to text serve to that number, click on that link, don't put it off, fill out that application. Let's flood Stephanie Giddens' inbox with so many people serving this house. Come on, that is a good problem to have. And we can't do this without you. And we are so appreciative to every single one of you who have faithfully served this house over the past four years. We don't want you to burn out. We wanna come alongside and bring in reinforcements. So that is the invitation today. So why don't we all stand to our feet? We're gonna make this declaration that we made earlier. Let's do this together, okay? Here we go. I am a servant of the Most High God. When I serve others, I am serving Christ. Amen and amen. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.